Whoa. You've done that? Twice. Almost knocked my drink over? Yeah. Ooh. It was like a slow scoot. First of all, stop judging me and watching me. I'm just saying. To mess up. Letting, I can't not watch you. Why don't you I'm cheer literally me facing on you. For... I'm literally facing you. Why don't you cheer me on? I'm just letting you know that I can't Why don't not you have watch confidence you in, in this me? moment right now because you're all I see. <laughs> that sounds so romantic, but I you know are you mean sun and stars. <laughs> to the podcast. Oh, we're <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm, I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. Well, I'm Taryn. Uh, Taryn. I'm so glad that that happened because I feel like that was us. Yeah. But also, like, you know how, like, I'm sure people are like, I wonder what they're like in real life. I think that all the time that was about a little glimpse. people, because especially, like, YouTubers, I don't, I'm not like a big YouTube person. Like, I don't watch a lot of people, but just from people I've watched, like, through you guys. And then I'll go to events with you and I meet them and they're like night and day different people. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure people like wonder, they're like, oh, I wonder, like, what they're really are they, like. Are they really that fun? And that was us. Plot twist. That's, that's we us. Are. <laughs> we, we are. are. Spoiler alert. We're that fun. Um, uh, yeah, anyways, I'm Ashley. That's Taryn. This is Unsolicited Advice. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. This is where we advise you guys on your life situations. Yeah. And other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some funny things, some some serious things. Yeah. Lots of relationship talk. Yeah. Lots of mental health. Lots of body positivity. Wait, but Ash, I didn't get to say my fact. That's okay. We'll hit him again with another one. Can I tell you it though? Oh my god, Ash! Did you know <laughs> Buzz Lightyear's original name was Lunar Larry? <laughs> I hate that. Lunar Larry to the rescue! To the rescue. That would have been terrible. Um, can we talk for a second? The new sure. Buzz Lightyear movie looks okay, so good. But why was I automatically attracted to him? Because Chris Evans. Get out of here! What's his no. name? No. What no, do you no, mean? No. Buzz Lightyear would be You're a gentle, supportive lover. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. You don't even know. That's where we're going. You don't even That's know. That's where we're going. Okay. Well, this. moving on. Dot com. <laughs> um, how is everybody? I wish we like. I wish this was like, uh, like an Instagram live to where people could be like responding stuff mm-hmm. and we could see because that would be cool. Oh, I would love that. That would be fun if we could somehow. We should just Instagram live. <laughs> Oh, that, that is okay. literally. I was like, "How do we do that?" The answer is in the Instagram question. Live. Yeah, yeah, Instagram yeah. live. Are you okay? That energy drink getting to you? Yeah, the carbonation. I'm not good with carbonation. You it aren't good with me. carbonation. It me. I have a hard time breathing. You should drink Diet Coke daily. It really helps with that. I was Oof. dying. So we ate. Um, the other day we had like a family function and we ate like a bunch of like tacos and like different stuff mm-hmm. and we were in the car. Me and Ryan were going back to our place and he was like, oh, like, I feel so sick. Like, I ate so bad. Like, I feel sick. And I was like, bro, that's why you just don't eat healthy because then your body doesn't know the difference and you're just your body's thriving. Like, food is food. <laughs> the second you start eating clean, the tiniest it's bit. terrible. The tiniest bit of MSG, you feel it. The tiniest bits of like unhealthy yeah. fats, carbs, whatever, throw it all together, your stomach hurts because it's do like you want to blow after bad this meals toxic or do you want to just always be bloated so you don't know a difference really <laughs> <laughs> 
That is the question. <laughs> Literally, I one of my favorite things on, on this planet is a charcuterie board. Mm. And I make a mean charcuterie board. Yeah, so I, I don't have the capacity to say no to a cheese board. Like, I can't. Um, but it it comes back. It and it hurts her. me. And I have to take bloat pills <laughs> every time. Because <laughs> my stomach will hurt. And it's rough. But I have a love for cheese. And I know no difference. And it is... It is <laughs> I'm always striving. So, <laughs> who's winning? Who's the real winner? Who's winning. To bloat or That's not to bloat? That's what I love us is we're so opposite in so many ways yeah. that like I feel like it's funny because multiple people can relate to like either Both. you or me. Exactly. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we were at Taryn and I played at our church the other day, and some beautiful, amazing woman brought us all breakfast burritos mm-hmm. and I was like you kind kind soul because you have to be there early it's a long day it there's is. like three services and I was like wow that is so sweet of her and I was excited and I like go to go look at one and I was it was covered in cheese like full of potatoes and I was like I'll bloat <laughs> and I, I said no and I walked away and I felt like a couple people there <laughs> Watching me, judging you, and they laughed and they were like, "Are you kidding me?" And I was like, "Listen, thirty hits different. <laughs> Certain things you just well, know to walk away from." You also would I? Your outfit didn't permit for uh, an incognito blow. But also, I feel like I'm at this age now where I'm like, "Oh, if I want to eat something to make me blow, that'll make me blow. It better be worth it." Mm, and that it. was a little like it was like oh, I looked okay. Would I much rather have a mocha salsa burrito? Yes. Yeah. So it, it like, looked delicious, like, Ashley, and it was made it, with love. No, it was very sweet, but I was like, I'd rather not. Got it. I had canes for dinner. But that if you had leggings broke. and a baggy t-shirt, would that have changed your... I would have been more open to it, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that could go either way. Is it good to wear form-fitting clothes that keeps you from eating, or <laughs> is it bad? Or do you just eat crap <laughs> 24-7, and then you're always thriving? I mean, like, it's got to be real bad <laughs> for me to get sick. Like, we're talking food poisoning level. Oof. Uh, oof. But I'm still kicking. So, okay. She's still alive, guys. She's healthy. Um, <laughs> just the fact that we're having this conversation has shown how much I've grown from, like, my like journey with, like, mm-hmm. my... Because I definitely... I'm, I'm, I'm a recovered... Yes. Person, how do you even say that? Um, I, because you know how like alcoholics, they're like always al- alcoholics, but they're like recovered. You know what I mean? Recovered eating person dis- from eating person? disorder. You are a recovering. Wow. I need to You're learn not the term. An eating disorder. You are recovering from an eating disorder. Something. Boom. I, I'm sure that there's like a technical yeah. term, but I remember like. There'd be times, even on this podcast, where you would start going on like a like a talk about eating healthy or like that you didn't eat this food because you knew this. And I would internally be mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, she's judging me because I eat food. Or I'd be like, I can't say like what I really eat. Or I'd be like, oh, I have to like verbally respond being like, oh, yeah, because I wanted people to not think that I don't eat the same because I was mm-hmm. so I had such a like shame relationship with food it wasn't even internally though i felt it which is so funny because i had no idea i thought i was being so I felt it, and incognito I'm sure other people yeah feel it. it's, it's just it's how it is when you're dealing with stuff you think you're like i can't lie and yeah a lot of times when taryn's like are you good i'm like i'm fine yeah i'm not 
Yeah. I have no poker face. It's the same thing. Like, it's like when you're trying to hide something, it's funny how you think like you're so stealth. But like, I knew I couldn't really talk about that stuff that often. And like, I was aware of that. It's weird. No, it's, it's so cool to see this side of things. I have a long ways to go in regards to like, I think I still have some action steps I need to take as far as like pursuing a healthier lifestyle for myself and for my like literal health mm-hmm. um but it's been so exciting and i think i'm in a place i've never been in where i have this like really fun relationship with food and like not being ashamed of like what i'm eating in front of people so it's like i almost am like i love this so much and like every conversation i get like really giddy cuz i'm like wow, like I would have never before. And so it's like, I almost am just like marinating in this place because I'm so excited. And I'm like, is this real? Like, I want to like stay here to make sure like I'm good before I like go anywhere else because there is a tiny bit of anxiety that I have with stepping forward because I'm afraid old habits of getting very obsessive about going to the gym and how my body looks are going to come up or I'm afraid for if I do start losing weight for people to start saying, oh, my God, you look so good. You look so skinny. That's a massive trigger for me. Massive. So it's it's this really hard place that I'm in because I'm like mentally and emotionally like the healthiest I've ever been when it mm-hmm. comes to like my body and how I view my body and how I view food. But I also know that with that extra step comes a territory that brings up a lot for me. So it's, it's a weird, yeah, it's a weird place. It's a weird place. Yeah. I think what is, what I would do in that situation is I would take that opportunity to educate people. Yeah. Cause first of all, you're not who you used to be. Yeah. You've, you've gone through so much and you've learned so much about yourself, about food, about your relationship with food, about your relationship with your body. Yeah. You are learning to love yourself again. And that's not the same person who used to go to the gym before. Yeah. So if you're going to go work out and look at work on your body more, it's out of a respect and love of caring for your body, not out of a skinny yeah. factor. I agree. People the what something we're just programmed to do is, oh, my God you look so good and it's out of love. Like they're not trying to be mean. They're just trying to compliment you. So what you do in that situation is you like, if they're like, Oh my God, you look so great. You look so much. Have you lost weight? Like you're looking so skinny. That's when you go, wow, I have. Thank you so much. But you know, can you not use skinny moving forward? Would love that. And it's not out of a, we're not having a a conflict. You're just educating them saying, Hey, skinny. Let's not do that. It's the, Thank you for the compliment. I know you mean love, yes. but like, let's not use that word. It's the way that those terms have equated to mean or be almost like synonyms for hot, sexy, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it's portrayed. Like how many times, like especially like there was a while where you and Alicia and TK would always be like, oh my gosh, skinny, like all yeah. the time. And it was like- Oh, skinny? The I used word to say skinny many. Hot. All the it time. meant hot. And yeah. it was a compliment. So for me, walking downstairs and never getting like that response, because rightfully so, like that wasn't that wasn't a reflection of like where I was or what I was aiming for. Mm-hmm. It it really severely affected me. Mm-hmm. And I had a talk with you guys of like, 
you guys will tell me my makeup looks pretty or you'll tell me my like outfits cute but like when's the last time you've ever complimented my body yeah and I understood because it just was that we were at different places it and like it wasn't would say, oh hot we would never say skinny because yeah. yeah or like or you know like it was it was just something of like me being protective of like I want my body to be seen as beautiful and I don't want the fact that like or me to feel like I have to strive to either show more skin or show off my curves or lose weight for my body to get any positive attention from people. That was like a really interesting place. And I still, I'm definitely like workshopping because I think we've talked about this before. I think going into this new life, chapter mm-hmm. <laughs> like chapter if of your I life. start eating healthier and I start working out I'm probably going to lose some weight like I'm I'm aware of that right it's a natural thing it's natural. gonna happen natural yeah. so for me in this chapter I I need to be wise about prepping what's to come mm-hmm. because that's the type of person I am like I like to be prepared Mm -hmm. so I'm like okay so I need to I need to be open with my friends like I need to be open with people of like hey if you start if I start canceling plans because I have to go work out or I start getting weird about like working out I need you to check in with me if I start talking about my body a lot or asking you if I look like I lose weight, I need you to check in with me Mm -hmm. and also I need to workshop and find the phrases like you were saying, where I can say, hey, that's actually not my priority right now. But like, thank you. Like, I, I'm 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 looking taking healthy. care of myself. Like, I'm I'm learning to love myself yeah. in different ways. Yeah. But thank you. Like, yeah, whatever. And like we went to Alicia and Remy's podcast live recording. And that was a couple weeks ago. A lot of people came out and said how much your videos have helped them. Yeah. And I think this is just a further extension of you helping educate people like, hey, I've actually been going through some stuff and I really would prefer if you would say I'm looking healthy or I'm glowing or girl, I'm looking hot. Like, you know, something along the lines that doesn't have to do with body weight. Yeah. Because using that term is actually very triggering in a lot of different ways. And again, it's it's such a it's such a cool it's such a cool time to be alive because there's so much like growth and education happening in so many different yes. areas of life. Um, I mean, with like, I, I mean, I'm not even going to go into detail. There's so many different areas yeah. of life where we're learning new things. We are learning how to word new things. Like I, I've been looking at places to live and like something that I was told was I immediately said master be- bedroom and that's not correct anymore. You need to say main I bedroom. I heard about that. And that was something that I was like, what? <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Like, that made so much sense to me. But whoever, the person that told me, oh, by the way, it's not master anymore. It's main. That was out of pure love and out of pure just, hey, heads up. Like the word has changed. And that shouldn't be any different than saying, hey, like, can you say healthy instead of skinny? Yeah. It's not confrontational. It's not anything negative on them. It's like, hey, thanks for the compliment. But just to let you know, I would prefer if you said healthy. Well, and even that, like my my healthy and someone else's, like there are so many people that are living healthy lifestyles for them mm-hmm. 
and and their weight still stays at a an amount that people on the outside would say, hey, like, I don't think that's healthy, right? So yeah. it's like, it's just, everything is so subjective, and I've tried to really work on being like, hey, like, you look really happy. Like you look like you're you're thriving right now. Yeah. Like what like tell me about that. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead of just like going to someone's body and pointing out certain things. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's a very and also being aware of like what triggers you. Yes. And realizing that that not might not be how it was intended. No, like for just sure. because I say hot doesn't mean you I'm physically like staring at your body. I'm just saying yeah, you're hot. Like yeah. Period. That could be your hair, your makeup, your outfit, your body, your shoes, your back. Yeah. You know, and recognizing what what you could be taking wrong and what uh, what people could be intentionally like saying wrong. Yeah. No. And I think I think that is something at like because I love when people tell me I look hot, mm-hmm. but then stop there. Like, don't be like, you yeah. look so hot. Have you lost weight? Like, because yeah. that equates those two terms. Yeah. And like that is very damaging yeah. and what's so hard is if you're a person who's triggered by that stuff what that one second comment that sh- that just launches you into mm-hmm. a spiral to where the entire rest of the night mm-hmm. you're like you know and and not so much like it's more like even if like say you say that to a friend that walks up i overhear that and the whole night i'm messed up about it yeah. because i'm like I'm not going to get that compliment because I'm obviously not losing weight and that means I'm not this. And then I like spiral. Right. And there's like so many, even like, you know, I'll make a joke about being like, I call myself thick, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I don't, I hate, T-H-I-C-C. yes, duh. Um, I hate the words that come with different stuff. But when I refer to my body, I say I'm thick or I'm curvy. Like mm-hmm. those are my, my, I guess Turns. adjectives that I like to describe my body. Yeah. So I'll even make a joke about being thick or what comes with being a thicker person uh-huh. and how uncomfortable it makes people makes me uncomfortable. Well, I would. Because I... you don't you probably don't know what to say on that end because you're like, I don't want to offend whatever. But then at the same time, if I'm offering that up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just so weird. It's such a weird topic. I think it depends on the person you're talking to because for me personally, I've seen you down and depressed for a long time about it. So I'm still navigating, are we in a good place? Yeah. Is this, how do I respond to this? Because I've seen you. Like, are you you. fishing for me to tell you opposite or are you really making a joke? I I can see that. I can see that. A random random person, I feel like, wouldn't struggle with that so much. But having watched you go through this whole process, I'm like, I'm a little more like, Tiptoey. Can I laugh? Like, yeah. is this still sensitive? You know, I'm not sure because I'm learning with you. Yeah. Um, and I think it is really important to recognize that, you know, someone's comments about telling a friend that they're hot or something or saying that you're hot and you feeling like it was about your body and they didn't say skinny or whatever. Um, you really have to sit and think for yourself for a second and and realize, okay, if I'm internalizing that and I'm going to dwell on that for the rest of the night, there's something I need to work on. Yeah. Like, how and do I bring it back into my own also, confidence? Yeah. Like, you need to realize that that wasn't what they intended and recognize that that was simply a compliment. And if this is something that I do, for example, let's say I said it, that I continue to do, then it's your responsibility 
to educate me, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, hey, in a super I loving heard way, you. exactly, yes, and that's what I, <laughs> that's what I mean about the woman being like, oh, by the way, it's Maine. And that's it's not thing, master. You don't even have to agree with that, right? Yeah. Like you don't even have to be like, oh yeah, that's offensive, whatever. But it's like she was offering you her perspective yeah. in a way that was like, hey, I just want to let you know. Yeah. And I think that's the problem with communication mm-hmm. in general. Yep. Is like people get so offended so personal. and have to push their own thing. And it's like, <laughs> no, I'm sharing with you a personal thing that like I feel. Yeah. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that yeah. you didn't mean. Let's assume it wasn't the way it intentional. Made me feel. Yeah. Yes, and then going from there. No, that's a great yeah. point. So I think I think that's something that it's on both sides. But I think you're in a really cool position right now mm-hmm. because you're in a place where you're like, okay, I'm not who I used to be. I'm learning to take care of myself and to love myself. But recognizing that the people in your life and your closest circle, like your family, like me, like Alicia, like a lot of your close friends, we're still like, are we good? Like, we're going to be well, a little you guys, like you guys went through the trench with dark. me. So like, now we're like trench. Can we? Mm-hmm. Is that allowed? We haven't talked about this for a long time. Yeah. Can we talk about this? Yeah. So giving us that room to kind of like grow fully, with you fully. But then also like taking those baby steps and being like, Let's not use that word. I would prefer if you said glowing. Yeah. I would prefer if you said hot as hell, but let's not talk about my body specifically. Yeah. And I think everyone will be like, oh, cool. Yeah. Because it's even more like, matter of fact. Like, again, I keep saying this, but like the main versus master, it was like, oh, just heads up. Yeah. The term has changed. Yeah. And it's the same thing that you can be with. Like, let's say your mom said something about skinny or lost weight or complimented you on it, which is coming purely out of love. You could be like, hey, I'll take that compliment. Thank you so much. Can we not use skinny? Yeah. And she'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's no, it's, I think you're right. And I think it is about learning how to communicate, which, which doesn't happen until you're in a specific place. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't communicate these needs to people because I was so like, it was so sensitive. It was. Until I got to a stronger place where even like with my my old trainer, like uh, I did a video where I talked to him about wanting to work out, which lol, because I <laughs> literally I've not worked out <laughs> since like this whole thing. <laughs> but I remember sitting and talking with him and he said, which is a trainer's job, like, what's what's your goal? Like, are we going for a certain weight or whatever? And before I would have gotten so uncomfortable by that question Mm -hmm. and I would have just spit out a number because I would have felt pressure Uh, to. uh, Sure. Uh, Exactly. mm, Yeah, exactly. But this time I told him, I was like, hey, I'm. I'm at a really, really sensitive place right now where I cannot get hooked on specific a, a goals, tangible specific number. numbers. Yeah. I said, so so my goal is to feel healthy and that's all I want to focus on. And he was just like, I love that. Where my first meeting with him, I was like, I want my butt to look like this. I want my arms to look like this. I want my, okay, because I was so obsessed with like trying to work hard to get my body to fit into this mold that I felt honestly society would like and like accept. So it was like so crazy seeing like the difference Mm -hmm. and also being able to, I'm sure there's times like maybe like one day I'll be like, dang, like I love my body right now. Mm -hmm. And maybe like that means going to you and being like, hey, Ash, can we talk about my body a little bit? And yeah. like giving you that in permission to start talking exactly. about it because I've been programmed for the last few years to not to. And exactly. I'm sure your f- other close friends have too. So it's yeah. allowing, letting them know like, hey, we could talk about this again. Fully. You know? And 
it's my job to know like your priorities may be different. Like mm-hmm. you, you and your sister vocalize a lot about your fitness goals because it's important to you and it's mm-hmm. something that you find so much like love and fulfillment in. Yeah. So it's not fair for me to sit there and be so offended when you're talking about like, dude, look at my abs, look at whatever. Yeah. That's not fair for me. It's like right. it's like reverse. It's so funny you said that because uh I, when you said that whenever I would mention like eating clean on the podcast, I was very aware that I was talking about eating clean and that it was a sensitive subject for you. So I would feel, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, you'd be like, Hey, how's it going? And I'd be like, I crushed my workout today. Yeah. And I've been eating very clean and I feel good. And I, and I I would say it. No, I know. I would say it because I know that I had the right to talk about something that I I'm currently working very hard on. But I was also so aware as your friend and as your roommate at the time of what you were going through. So yeah. it was a lot of like tiptoeing, which is why I'm so I'm so excited that you are in a place where you can talk about it now, because now yeah. you can let me know what you would like to hear from yeah. me. And but also like I think and that's why I think this conversation is so important to have, because I think you're right. I think we are in a, a time where people are being more open and transparent about stuff, mm-hmm. but the world the world still hasn't fully changed. Mm-mm. So we're in this very confusing middle place. Yeah, everyone still calls the master ba- bedroom the master. Yeah. And like it's going to be a transitional period. Yeah. So this is what I I think like for me when I'm with friends and they're tearing apart their body and using specific phrases like, oh my God, I look so fat right now. And tying those kind of terms that have become derogatory mm-hmm. and they're saying I'm so fat right now and holding their stomach and complaining about their body when they're literally like t- like half of me, mm-hmm. that can be very triggering yeah. versus times where like I've heard friends saying like, oh, like I'm just disappointed and like, like, I feel like my arms are getting kind of flabby. Like, I haven't been, like, pursuing fitness the way I have. Mm-hmm. That's not triggering to me because I know, like, you're talking about your personal goals. And I respect that. I respect right. where you're at. Yeah. So I think it's, too, learning, like, the way we talk about stuff, being aware of, like, the people around you. Like, every girl who struggled with her body has gone home crying after hearing a skinny friend talk about how they're so fat and disgusting like how do you not take that personal you know Mm. what I mean so it's it's a hard job where like I think on my end people who are struggling with like learning to love their body we have to stop assuming that that's about you yes or devaluing how they're feeling yes because maybe they are upset with themselves they had a goal and they didn't meet it yes that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be upset with themselves but that could be a moment where you could say, hey, let's not use that word. Yeah. Let's not use yeah, the like, F word. Yeah, like be gentle on like, yourself. Be let's, aware, mm-hmm. like, who's around. And, like, let's not use that word. Yeah. Um, sorry you didn't meet your goal. Like, yeah. let's not devalue, like, what they're going through. But also, again, I just feel like take that moment mm-hmm. to, like, educate themselves. Dude, Ash, I think we are the perfect people to have this conversation And I love that we're talking about this because I think like so many people don't know how to navigate both ends. Yeah. And I think we, I think no matter what side you're on, you've made the other side an enemy and it's not necessary. Now there are some people that are just straight buttholes and like (laughs) that's a whole different topic. We'll deal with you later. Yeah. But like I think this is, this is where we have to get to a place of like me communicating where I'm at, you communicating communicating what you said and us both not putting assumptions 
on the other person. Like, yeah. I can't assume you're, well, you obviously think I'm disgusting if you think you're fat. And right. I, you can't assume that, like, I'm always judging you for, like, talking about your stuff. Like, it's like, yeah. we, we have to find a middle ground and we have to be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I just think this is such an important thing to talk about. And so, just learn to love our bodies. Yes. Because of the same way you're doing it, like, you said you've gained weight. I've gained weight. And I'm not where I was pre-pandemic mm-hmm. and I like I I did the opposite growing up that like the last probably five six years I have been very focused on numbers and I've mm-hmm. been very focused on inches and I got myself down to like I think it was like 17% body fat yeah. and that was a goal I had and it felt so good to do it I am not there yeah <laughs> currently and it's funny because in a weird in a weird way I'm okay with it because I think you, you radiate a love and confidence for your body way more than you did back then. Yes. Because it was toxic before. Like I would every, there were so many things that I thought was so wrong. It was very obsessive. Yeah. And, um, and that's okay. I was trying to get to a goal Mm -hmm. and that was fine, but that's not a sustainable lifestyle. And, um, I don't know. One of my biggest insecurities has always been my lower stomach. I call it my squish. We have a love-hate relationship <laughs> yeah. with each other. And it's funny because like, I feel like the skinnier I got, the more my squish protruded. I just yeah. saw it, it. Like Mentally, that's all I saw. Like It felt like it just stuck out more and more and more. The more abs I got, the like more my squish would stick out and just wave at me in, in, in yeah. every photo, oh in every God. mirror. <laughs> like It was like, hey, like I'm still here. Hi. You can't get rid of me. You know? And it was frustrating because I was working so hard and eating like not enough. And then it was frustrating because it was just still there. I'm a little thicker now. And it's weird. It feels like it's kind of smoothed out. Dude, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's it was like, why what a happy coincidence. Specific like, goals sometimes can be detrimental yeah. because you expect, oh, well, if I weigh this much, I'm going to yeah. love this about my body. Yeah. I'm going to love. But it's so, it just so is like day to day. Your age affects you different. Like, Well, and I started paying for like this really nice nutritionist mm-hmm. who, again, Helped me, get, yeah. helped me get in a oh, better yeah. place with food, helped me realize how much I need nutrients in order to get fit. Yes. So that in, in and of itself was worth the money. Mm-hmm. But um, and, and in my head, because I was paying for this guy who t- literally trained the Kardashians, I was going to look like a mother forking Kardashian. And it became so blatantly obvious that I have a squish. It's not going anywhere. The only way to get rid of it would be to have like some kind of surgery Mm -hmm. to get it off. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, well, that's not fair because I'm putting in the work. Like I'm literally (laughs) killing myself. I should have abs. I should have a full six pack. And it was maddening to realize like that's just not how my body is. And it never will be that way. But I'm personally... I don't want to do surgery. I don't want to have to do something like that. Like yeah. I want to be able to be happy with where my body's at. So it took some time, but I had to sit down and be like, wave hi to your squish. Yeah, like yeah, wave yeah. back. Like she's yeah, there like, and she's not going it. anywhere. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. it's okay. And mm-hmm. like, it was a long time where I hated it for a second. And now we're in a good, we're in a good place. <laughs> That's like me with my, I have like new stretch marks on my lower stomach 
And I was so, I remember the first time I saw them, I cried hysterically. And I was like. Was it like an overnight thing or was it like a, you just you know hadn't what? noticed? I'm not joking. I don't know. I was in a, a weird place where I wouldn't look at my body because I was just so disgusted with it. Um, like so as I don't always know. covering up and always. Yeah. Just avoiding mirrors. Okay. Especially if I was like not dressed. Right. So I don't know if it was a gradual thing and I just didn't notice them until I did. But I swear when I saw them, I was like, what is happening? And mm-hmm. it was almost like I got scared because it was like an, a pretty good amount, like on my lower stomach. And I remember just sobbing hysterically because I was like. I felt like I'm, and I don't use this word lightly, but this was the t- how serious it felt. Like it felt like part of me was like deformed. Like mm. I literally felt as if like that, cha- like I could no longer go back. Like, se- but that's how intense my like body dysmorphia was. Like yeah. I saw something so much more intense than it was. Yeah. More like an amputation kind of situation. More of like a permanent, like this has changed you forever. Yes. And and I remember that was a rough period. And it might have been one of the things that like pushed me over the edge. But it's so funny because like they're still there. And Mm -hmm. honestly, like a little bit like I would say like more have come since then. Um, And now like when I... I look at them in the mirror. I'm kind of just like impartial. Like it's not that I love them, which is I think okay, but yeah, like I also love. am just like there'll be times where I'll even just like have my hands on them like when I'm like laying down and and I just like feel like I'm taking this time to like really heal that thought process yeah. and learn to like accept them and love them and to tell myself like if I met a guy who literally that was enough of a reason for him to be like ew I don't like your body then he's trash he's not the person for me no so these stretch marks on my stomach they're not if anything they're gonna weed someone out like they're Mm -hmm. not something I have to be ashamed of or angry towards it's just a part of a way of showing that my skin was able to stretch and expand yeah. for the way that my stomach was forming. That's literally and like, what I was just about to say. I was like, you were going yeah. through hell and your body helped you survive it. Exactly. Like, it should be almost be like a battle wound. Yeah, exactly. Like you were going through some, and I don't say this lightly, you were going through some really dark stuff. Yeah, I really was. And your body adapted because yeah. it is it is amazing what our bodies can do. Yeah. And they will adapt and bob and weave and grow and deflate and do everything just to sustain you. Yeah. And the fact that, that you were in such a dark place and it got you through it by stretching and allowing you to do that yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And like it should almost be, I don't want to like sound make it sound twisted in any way but you should love them like you should love that your stomach helped you grow yeah and stay alive and healthy and and it it grew with you yeah now something I want to say and I've been thinking about this a lot lately because I think when when you decide to step into acceptance of something Mm -hmm. you feel this flip-sided pressure to flaunt it and own it Mm mm-hmm And that's something, okay, so like, for instance, you see influencers 
influencer. I don't know why I struggled through that so much. <laughs> influencers out there who are in like the body positive space, mm-hmm. um, like Bird's Papaya. Yes. Obsessed with her. Queen. Um, but she posts lots of stuff of her stretch marks, right? Mm-hmm. So I went through this very weird space where I was like, okay, I'm preaching about like accepting your body, loving your body. So I have to now be able to walk out in a bathing suit with like my stretch marks and a flying, string thong <laughs> yeah. showing it all, yes. you know. And I've come to realize like there is a very big difference of me personally learning to love and accept my body and then me having to change absolutely everything about me and flaunt it and show it to the world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was important for me because I was almost using that as a measurement. Like if I put on a tank top something and I didn't like the way I looked and I ended up putting a jacket over it, I saw that as a loss. Like I saw that as like me losing the battle to like feeling confident. Mm. And I became, I then became like, oh, well, I'll be fine when I can walk out in a spaghetti strap or a a strapless or wear a certain bathing suit or show my roommates my stretch marks or like, and, and I think there's this like weird thing where then you almost become obsessed with the other side of it. Yeah. So you're still creating these measurements for you to fail at and to measure at. Yeah. Realistically, I don't know if I'll ever be at a place where I'll want to show them, but I can personally love them and embrace my own body and share my body with who I want to share my body with. Yeah, I was you know? I was going to say, just because it's not a number, like saying, oh, when I am able to finally get into this tank exactly. top or this dress, it's it still can be very toxic. Can it be used as a very healthy goal? Yeah. Yes, but you have to be very aware of if you fall into that healthy goal category right. or if it's you don't. Like I, it's like I took one unhealthy yeah. area and was like, I'm not going to care about my weight, but you can't be healthy. Yeah, so like I have a like friend, I, shifted it. I have a friend who recently got married a couple months ago and the second she got engaged, she was like, I want to get fit. I want to lose weight. I'm going to hit this mark before my wedding. And I think she handled it in a very healthy way. It was something she wanted mm-hmm. and she chased after it. She worked her off and got there. And I was so, 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 so proud of her for doing it well and doing it healthy. It can be a very tricky situation. So if this is something that triggers you, maybe don't yeah. have a like dress that you need to fit in by a certain yeah. time. Because that's just as toxic as being yeah. like, I'm going to lose 30 pounds. And if exactly. I don't, then I failed. You know, it was more of like I she was just radiating. I want to look so good for my husband on my yeah. wedding day. And that was her like that's all she wanted. And that was, I think, a beautiful thing and handled very well. But I do think you have to be careful on whether or not you fall into the healthier side of that or if, or not. Because yeah. if you don't, then you need, to, you need to go about it in a different way. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, and, and because then you're putting, again, it's like an outside perspective versus mm-hmm. like your own. Yeah. Like if I don't feel comfortable in an outfit and I don't want to wear it, but I push myself to wear it because I think that's checking off the thing of like, oh, well, I'm confident if I do it. Yeah. I'm not doing that for myself. I'm doing it for everybody else, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like, it's it's just learning the difference of, yeah, I might wear the same outfits and have the same comfort level in the way I like to dress, mm-hmm. but I, I carry and feel so much different now than I did back then. Yeah. So I need to start seeing that as a reflection. Like, yes. I went this whole day 
without positioning my body in a way that I thought someone would not see my stomach or pulling my sweater closed 25 times so like no one saw or worrying about like, oh my God, my boobs are probably bouncing so much when I'm walking and I'm so afraid of like people like looking at them. Like I'm walking in and I'm not unapologetically going into this not even thinking about my body and what other people view and that is a freaking victory it doesn't matter if I'm in a tank top like I can be in a freaking onesie but if I'm going in and being confident about who I am that is my personal victory yeah and so it's finding those like you're saying like if you want to set goals and go after them go for it do it But if those goals start to inhibit to where you're starting to get down on yourself and you're like, I'm a failure and breathe it. Yes. Then I think restructuring. And this is where I we talk about it all the time. But um, social media can be very toxic. I want to go want to be very clear about this. I think the bird's papaya is amazing. I think she was needed. I think she was necessary. Mm -hmm. And I think she's changing a lot of lives. Yeah. Does that mean you need to strip down into a two piece bikini and show your entire body no like you need to do what's comfortable for you I do think she's paving the way for many women to stop caring about being in a certain category of body type Um, and I think that's crucial and I think that was good for her I bet for her she needed to show those in order to love herself more or to to like radiate that confidence that she shows in every single post but that doesn't mean that you have to do the same thing exactly and even just for me to see oh my god like someone else has stretch marks on their body like I didn't know because Mm -hmm. like nobody just like shows them most people don't it's this thing that is so stupid because and (laughs) this goes into a whole other category women give birth to kids and end up with stretch marks Mm -hmm. it is a known thing Mm -hmm. but no one talks about it no one shows it because it's it's this understood like quote embarrassment that we should hide when again just like your body grew with you when you were in a dark time our bodies are gonna get us through childbearing yeah and there's gonna be some battle wounds from that and it shouldn't be hidden they should be proud like it should be like yes i gave birth to my baby Mm -hmm. girl she's alive and healthy we are healthy and i am so thankful for my body for getting us through that you know and it is a shift again learning main to master yeah that the world is going to slowly have to adapt to because it needs to and because people like us need to start educating everyone that yeah. stretch marks are fine yeah and with the bedroom is now called main <laughs> <laughs> you're like so obsessed with that fact i know i was like oh it was just it was one of those moments where the second she said it i was like that makes sense i saw it on, on our article and i thought it was very interesting but yeah yeah. Um, anyways, so I do. I don't know. I think I think it's cool because I like to share my journey, but I can't stress enough that like my journey is mine. Mm-hmm. And I think that if it inspires other people to not be afraid of their own journey, then I love that. Mm -hmm. But what I don't want to happen is that people hear me saying, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to handle this in this way and think that that's the end all be all. Mm -hmm. Like, if it is for you, cool. I'm so glad, like, we have that in common. But what I can't preach enough is how important it is to sit back with yourself and to really figure out, like, what do you need? Mm -hmm. What does this look like for you? And it's always going to be changing. Like Mm -hmm. I'm having realizations every single day. Like obviously I had one in like the first two seconds of this podcast and now we're at the end of our episode and we didn't do our (laughs) story. We never talked about it. But I think like these are the conversations that need to happen. And I think honestly meeting all the people we met at, um, 
at the live podcast, almost every single girl was talking to me about how I've helped them to just start to be open and accept their bodies. And I was in tears like 20 times that night, but it was like, it makes me so aware, like, wow, so many people are going through this. And so many people are on your side of things too, where it's like, it's good for you to hear our sides for like what we're feeling, but also it's good for us to remember just because you say something that makes me feel sad does not mean you're a villain. And I need right. to stop assigning that role to people without having open conversations with them or taking a second to be like, hey, they're talking about themselves. Like they're not talking about you. Like move yeah. on, you know? Yeah. And I think, again, compar- comparison kills. I yeah. think a lot of people can assume certain things about people. And like the truth is, I never talk about it, but like I had an eating disorder for two years and no one really knows. I don't talk about it. Like I had to get you past never it. never talk about that. And I was on the opposite side. Like yeah. I just didn't eat. And it was a very toxic cycle that I had yeah. to crawl out of. And I had to do it for myself. Like I can't do it for anyone else. Mm-hmm. I had to do it for me. And I'm very proud to say I'm in a healthy place now. But like no one ever knows what someone is going through yeah. or what someone has gone through. So to think that someone is so skinny they'll never understand my side is naive yeah. and honestly to be blunt dumb because yeah. you don't know what they did and to see someone who's curvier and think that they like they're gross and disgusting and like how could they like not take care of their yeah, body yeah, that yeah. way is naive and mm-hmm. dumb like you don't know what someone has gone through and it is wrong to assume or to compare so in summation <laughs> we just need to be way more kinder to yeah. ourselves and yeah. to other people to never assume what someone's gone through mm-hmm. and to just start loving more. Like, yeah. I guess it sounds so cliche, but I wish people no, would just stop and just start loving people so more true. because you don't it's know so what true. they're going through. Yeah. No, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I think, I think that's such a good reminder for yeah. people. And yeah, we do all need to just, I think be gentle, love people and shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna Can be we honest. get that on a t-shirt? Our like, next merch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, what did you say? Be that gentle, love each, love other, each other, and shut, and your, shut mouth. your mouth. Like, it's just, I think it just comes down to, like, we need to be wiser yeah. about how we enter things, and we need to be open to hear opinions that aren't our own, yeah. and we go from there, and we learn yeah. and we grow. Can live, I just say? Live, laugh, love. <laughs> live, laugh, love. Also, I just, lo- I love the fact that we both have our laptops open to read we our stories. Not even, yeah. But I think like what I think God like meant for us to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I would not be surprised if some people listening are like, that was my favorite episode. Because yeah, it's like, this is such a big thing. And I think especially during quarantine, like mm-hmm. that's when it hit me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I've struggled I think with stuff. most people. Exactly. Yeah. I think I've struggled with stuff my whole life, but we I think alone that for was the like, whoa, everything's coming out to yeah. to surface. So yeah. I think this is just something apparently we needed to talk about. All so. of our darkest stuff came out during quarantine and it, it could have been, you know, people were breaking up. People yeah. were coming out with a lot of lies, like a lot yeah. of secrets were revealed. Couldn't hide. About ourselves, <laughs> yeah. about each other. Yeah. Like it was just one of those things. And yeah. I think we are going to spend the next few years unpacking that. I do too. Yeah. I love that. Dang, I loved this. We love you guys. If you guys are mad we didn't read stories. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. You'll I'm have to listen so to the next sorry. episode or a rerun. They're like, wait, <laughs> when are they going to talk about the story? <laughs> <laughs> They're still talking about this? Um, okay, well, on with the ja- a jad joke. A jad joke. A jad joke. 
so dumb. Okay. A toilet was stolen from the police station. Police report, they have nothing to go on. Oh, my God. That took me a second. That took me like a full Mississippi second. Jeez. <laughs> ah, Ugh, so guys. Good. You know what? I was going to say sorry for ranting, but I am not sorry for I'm ranting. I'm not sorry either. I, uh, I hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. Uh, thank you so much for making it all the way to the dad joke. If you did, we love you the mostest. Follow us on socials. Um, and if you have anything you want some advice on, send it in because we'll get to it next time. <laughs> Because we won't read it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love you. Love bye. you. Bye. bye.